favorite day, uh, my favorite season of the year uh, is summer. And uh, my favorite day of summer is the longest day of the year, like the 21st, the solstice. Huh? I love how long it is and just till like, you know, well after nine you can still see things and I just think that's awesome. But I also get a little sad because I, I, like, I know that the next day it's going to be shorter. <laughs> and I don't like that at all. I hate the idea of, you know, the days getting shorter and, uh, you know, and, but it, it's sad though, like I think summer's over in June, you know, it doesn't work very well. And, uh, but here we are, it's a beautiful day, huh? And the days are getting shorter. I also uh, made me think about uh, when I was a kid, uh, we used to have our Sunday routine, mass and various things and big lunch in the afternoon and then uh, in the late afternoon there was a show on TV uh, called Family Classics and uh, it was on WGN Channel 9 and we had like five channels back then, back in the olden days and uh, a black and white set, little little TV set in our, in our living room and we hit it a couple times to get it to work and, and we watched Family Classics and Fraser Thomas uh, was the host. He was also the host of uh, Garfield Goose in the mornings uh, for cartoons and things. But on Sunday afternoons, he, he hosted this show where they played a movie for us. Great movies like Swiss, Swiss Family Robinson, Journey to the Center of the Earth, and uh, My Friend Flicka, Lad a Dog, a bunch of Lassie movies. It was great. And uh, we'd watch that. And then and then at the end, after the movie was over, there uh, was this melody that was playing at the, like this, the closing credits. I don't remember if you remember that if you ever watched it. And to me, it was just this mournful, woeful sadness because what did it mean? It meant that the weekend was over and I had to go to school the next day. And we have a tendency to do that. We, we like these nice little moments, you know, summer vacation, and you get that little pit in your stomach that like your last day, and you gotta go back to work the next day. And, or days are getting shorter, you know, the, the, the music plays on Sunday afternoon, it means you gotta go back to school. And we get a little, a little sadness, don't we? A little melancholy. But, if we maybe shift our thinking a little bit and realize what these things are for, why do, why do we get the gift of like summer? Where things are slower and, you know, we, you know the brightness and the long and languorous days. Why do, why do we get that? And why do we get a weekend? Why do we have a vacation? Why do we have have mass because they're all a gift do you remember in in the gospel at the transfiguration and they're up there and they climb this mountain and they're on a hike with Jesus and it's all and all of a sudden they see Elijah and Moses and Jesus is like this bright shiny happy moments and whoo look at that and remember what Peter said Lord this is awesome. Let's, let's build tents. 
In other words, Peter is saying, this is great. Can we just stay here? Do we have to, do we have to go back down the mountain to our life? Do we have to go back to work? Do we have to go to Jerusalem? And Jesus is like, yeah, but I gave this to you as a gift. So you would know what all that other stuff is about. And the disciples, remember last week? What did Jesus do? He sent them, he sent them to work. He said, all right, go. Go preach. Go heal. Go live. Go work. Go to school. Go to your job. Go do the hard stuff. And they went. And today, they come back. And their Lord, it was amazing. We just spent the whole week working for you. We just spent the whole week in your school. We, we spent the whole week uh, doing tough stuff. We're out doing all our busy stuff. You wouldn't believe what happened because we did it in your name. It was amazing. And they, they can't wait to come back and tell him, Jesus, it was, it was a game changer to live like this, to do this in your name, by your spirit, which has given us access, huh? Wow. It's like, yeah, come away. Spend some time with me. Tell me about your week. Tell me what's going on in your life. That's what he's telling you folks today. You come away by yourselves to a deserted place. You come away to be with Jesus. You had a rough week. So he's calling you into your respite, into your, into your vacation, into your, 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 your summer ease. He's calling you into your weekend. He's calling you up to the mountain to spend some time with him. Because you've got a lot of stuff going on. He sent you out. And now you're coming back. Lord, you wouldn't believe what happened to me this week. Tell him. He wants to hear it. The, you know, the, the idea then that Jesus is coming into our experience and he's changing us. What's, what's this idea of rest about anyways? You know, at the beginning, God created, he worked for, for six days. On the sixth day, he created us along with the wild animals. On the seventh day, though, he covenanted with us. He filled us with his spirit and he made us sons and daughters. See, without the rest, without the vacation, without the mountain, without the music, we're just animals. We're beasts of burden. Six days, we, we just put it all out there. Pour it out. Come away. And let me feed you. Let me fill you. Let me remind you that you're not an animal. You're not a beast. You're a son and a daughter and you're loved. And this love is going to let you go out now for the next six days and do it all over again. But with the mind that you're doing it in his name. Lord, you wouldn't believe what happened when we did things in your name. How you can take 
the ordinary moments of your daily life, the ordinary experiences of your marriages, your kids, your health, your finances, your entertainment, everything that's going on in your life, by His name, becomes the means by which you elevate your life into the kingdom. You make your life more and better. You make it what it's supposed to be, an image of heaven, while you're here on this earth. You can't stay on the mountain. You don't build tense and spiritual moments. The spiritual moment is a gift that is given to you to remind you that you're a person, a human being with a spirit, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is in your life, raising you up and changing the things in your life into the very things that bring about redemption. So we come to the mountain to be reminded, I'm not an animal. I'm a human being and I have a purpose in this life. And I'm not just here to work. I'm here to bask in God's rest, which is God's pleasure and how he delights in me as his creation. To be re-enlivened and refilled with the idea that God delights in you and loves you and sustains you and then sends you. And you're going to come back, Lord. You wouldn't believe what happened this week. Here's a practical thing. Because we come to Mass sometimes and we're like, oh, boy, that was a snooze fest. <laughs> Monsignor couldn't pull the plug. You know, he couldn't land the plane. Whatever. Uh, we do the same thing every week. Same prayers. Up, down, kneel, sit, stand. Come to communion, go back. When I was a little kid, I didn't pay attention sometimes. All I knew was, I knew when the end was coming because I could count the songs down. All right? Five songs and you were out. <laughs> That's not what the Lord wants from you today. And it isn't the masses' fault that you get bored out of your mind or feel indifferent or don't want to be here sometimes. It's not the Mass's fault, and it's, it's not my fault. What is it? It's because you're coming to rest, but you're not using the rest right. You're, you're going away with Jesus, but you're not listening to him. You're not being taught the many things he wants to teach you. Practically speaking here, like, if you come every week... And every week you listen, sit, stand, kneel, speak. And you do that every week. And yet you never allow anything to find purchase in your heart. You're going to leave. You're going to do your life. You haven't taken anything from the Mass with you. You haven't applied any of the lessons that Jesus is teaching to the ordinary circumstances and events of your daily life that you've got in this classroom today. And so your life stays the same, you stay the same, you come back the same person next week, guess what? The Mass is the same. And on and on and on it goes. Ah, but if you take one thing today, one thing that I said, one thing that got sung, one prayer that you listened to, one moment of 
yeah, Jesus was there and he was hearing me. One moment where you let him touch your heart, anything, anything in this classroom today that you can take with you and that you actually have the courage and the energy and the wherewithal to apply it to something in your life this coming week, to your marriage, your family, your job, your entertainment, your kids, your health, whatever, all the important things. There's something that you are learning today in this classroom that you can apply to your life. And if you apply it, it's going to change your life, right? It has to. And if you change this week, guess what? You're going to come back next week and you're going to be different. And if you're different, guess what else is different? The Mass is different. The Mass changes only to the degree by which we allow the Lord to change us. Amen? All right, there we go. There's the lesson. Yeah. Otherwise, the days get shorter. The music ends. We have to go back down the mountain. But always with this, the Lord's love is everlasting.